Hi, welcome to Lawyer Up. This is your host, John Ting. This is part two of election week. I realize you can obtain instant results online, but this episode is a shared insight on the legal strategy to provide you a basis of comparison from the night before. Now, so far, three additional states have been called in favor of Joe Biden, Michigan at 16 electoral votes, Wisconsin at 10 electoral votes, and Maine with three electoral votes. So that brings him to a total of 253 votes, and uh, President Trump is at 213. Now, there are several different scenarios here. Joe Biden can get Georgia and Arizona, which would take him to 280, or only have Pennsylvania to take him at 273. Or he can have Nevada at 6 and Georgia at 16, which would take him to 275. Now, theoretically, the easiest path is through Pennsylvania, but that appears to be uh, more difficult in terms of um, the higher margin. However, they do have a significant amount of mail-in ballots to count. Uh, as of as of about a couple hours ago, it's 750,000 mail-in ballots. Um, earlier today, it was uh, more than a million. And they were not able to start processing until actually 7 a.m. on election day, November 3rd. That's just the way that their rules work. So every state is different. And in terms of President Trump, he would need all four states, Arizona, Georgia, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania, which would take him to 275. Or he could swap out Arizona for Nevada and take him to 270. The reason why campaigns and news teams can make certain projections is based on voter information from the Secretary of State, for example. They know how many voters requested a ballot and which voter trends red or blue based on their previous designation, their preference. It's no wonder why Trump's team filed suit in Pennsylvania. Anything to disrupt and stop counting votes. Why not? Since when have you heard of a politician stopping a vote count? If anything, there would be a recount afterwards if the margin was less than 1% difference. And that's the case in most of the states. Now, as you probably heard already, Trump has filed lawsuits in Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin. Mostly, uh, the challenge is requesting meaningful access to the ballots. Now, Trump's campaign have already lost a lawsuit in Pennsylvania. Trump's advisors want to be close enough to see the writing on the outside of the ballots. But a ruling from the Philadelphia County Court said outside observers are, quote, directed only to observe and not to audit ballots, end quote. Now, let's turn to the situation in Wisconsin. Earlier today, Trump lost there by 20,500 votes, and that is a 1.25% difference. Now, over there, they need to have less than 1% difference if for there to be a recount. Now, let's turn our attention to Michigan. Biden won with a margin of 135,000. That's at least a 4% margin. So I'm not sure where the Trump campaign is getting their math, but they might need to get a calculator. And in Georgia, that has not been called yet, uh, but a recount there is uh, allowed if a margin is less than under half a percent, so even lower. So far, it's 95% reporting. Trump has a lead with a margin of nearly 29,000. However, many of the mail-in ballots need to be counted from the urban counties, which tend to be a Democratic 
uh, stronghold. And let's turn our attention to Arizona. Last night at 8 p.m. on election night, Joe Biden led Donald Trump 56% to 43%. You may have heard that Fox News and Associated Press called Arizona to be in favor of Biden, but that was premature uh, because now Biden has a margin of 50.7% to Donald Trump, 47.9%. So now the margin has struck to 80,000 votes uh, with 84% reported. Overall, I have to say I'm confused because in one state, Arizona, Trump supporters are chanting, count the ballot. Whereas in Pennsylvania, they're saying, stop the count. You cannot pick and choose what fits a narrative. The rules are the rules. Every vote counts. If there is, first, there's no evidence of fraud. Imagine this. If at the next presidential election, people continue to vote by mail, and that's still allowed by most states, and it doesn't fit the same narrative for the other party, then arguably, wouldn't Republicans agree that mail-in ballots should be thrown out for future elections? Or is it just going to happen only for the 2020 election, just to fit their narrative? Just because a state gets more time to kind of vote doesn't mean there's some indicia of fraud. If that's the case, why not file lawsuits in all 50 states, District Columbia, because when they argue there's fraud there. So I hope that gives you a recap of what happened on November 4th, the day after Election Day. There's still more to come. Apparently, Nevada will not count or refresh their count for public view until they are completely done with their count. So that is projected to happen on Thursday, uh, November 5th or the following day, the 6th. So stay tuned. Uh, Even though Nevada is not the key, necessarily a key battleground state because it has six electoral votes, it still would be helpful for either party to have that state. So I hope this gives you a better idea of the Trump campaign's legal strategy because it's pretty lacking considering they're just grabbing at anything they can because they understand the rules of the recount. And because the margin could be more than 1%, there is no way for them to request a recount. So that's why they're trying to stop it from being counted in the first place, which is really a violation of our democracy. So it's sad to see what's going on and that people who support Trump are saying one thing and following what he's saying in Arizona to say count the vote, but in other states to not count the vote. That's pretty alarming for our democracy. Thank you very much for listening. Stay tuned because we'll have more information for you very soon. Until next time, please continue wearing your mask.